All day long, I stomped around, barking orders, irritable and stressed out. I was angry at the cat for waking me, at the car for having no gas when I got in it, late for something, always late, at the toy I'd just tripped on, and at Dan, because he'd used up the coffee filters or cascade without putting them on the list, because he'd finished his work and had time to check out the New York Times and Salon while I struggled to find time for mine, because I was always more anxious and frantic than he was. Of course, I'd fallen in love with him partly because of this very calm, but now his ability to relax when I never seemed to felt unfair, oblivious, even rude. I resented him and this chaos I found myself in, even as I never stopped being grateful for the elements that created it. Two healthy children, a nice home, an interesting job. What could I possibly be mad about? And yet, mad I was. So night after night, once the kids were asleep, sort of, I left laundry unfolded, phone calls unreturned, school forms unfilled out, and my own work undone to go online and fire furious emails to my friends to try to figure it out. And I began to realize something. A lot of these women, particularly those who, like me, were ambitious women, often writers, juggling jobs and marriages and sometimes small children, also were resentful, guilty, stressed out. I want a partner in my husband, not another child, one fired back at me. I told him if something doesn't change, I'm leaving, even though we just got married, said another, adding, yesterday I actually had a fantasy that we got a divorce, moved back into our separate apartments, and just dated each other again. I'm fine all day at work, but as soon as I get home, I'm a horror, said the third. I'm the bitch in the house. The bitch in the house. That's exactly how I felt the opposite of what Virginia Woolf called the angel in the house, but with anger to boot. Sometimes my friends and I would get on the topic of our sex lives or, in the case of the married ones, it seemed, lack thereof. Put me anywhere near bed and I just want to sleep, said one mother. The recently wed woman mourned the loss of the hot sex she'd had with her husband before they'd tied the proverbial knot. One young single friend who'd just moved in with her boyfriend already felt the waning of her desire. In the same breath, she spoke of how it scared and amazed her how angry she got at him sometimes, how she'd walk in from work and see a sink full of dishes and explode with rage while her poor boyfriend watched, baffled from the couch, beer in hand, newspaper spread before him, stereo blaring the Dave Matthews band. Newspaper and magazine stories appeared regularly to echo our feelings. Why women hate their husbands, screamed a cover line on Talk Magazine. The article's subtitle, Love, sex, family, career, it was all supposed to be so easy for the modern woman. Then why are this therapist's patients so furious? In a piece in the New York Times magazine, a modern working couple visited the Love Lab, a family research lab in Seattle that, after watching a couple interact, predicts whether they will divorce. And, the male half of the couple reported, in 10 minutes my wife chalked up 130 moments of criticism. I displayed 132 moments of defensiveness. His wife, he went on to say, was a keen critic of an institution into which she had twice been recruited. Marriage, she said, was advertised falsely, the myth of enduring romantic love, and its responsibilities sharply limited a woman's growth. Women's number one issue in sex therapy had shifted from not being orgasmic to lacking desire. A doctor friend in California confided to me that the top two complaints of her female patients were lack of libido and inexplicable rage. One friend, full-time working mother, two small kids, told me, every woman I know is mad at her husband, just mad, mad, mad at everything. 
Every time I bring it up to a woman like me, she just goes bananas. R and I had a fight the other night that involved him saying he feels like I resent him all the time, and I feel like he's always failing me. We have that fight about once a month. Naturally, this outpouring of anger interested me. I began to ask these women about their thoughts and experiences, to dig deeper, and to consider and compare potential reasons for the seeming epidemic of female rage. At the same time, I started reading a new book called *Flux*, in which journalist Peggy Orenstein, after interviewing 200 women in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, concludes that women's lives have become a complex web of economic, psychological, and social contradictions, with opportunities so intimately linked to constraints that a choice in one realm can have unexpected consequences or benefits ten years later in another. Ornstein calls the modern world a half-changed one, in which old patterns.